0: Learning to Speak Life podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. This show will be focusing on the biblical truth surrounding the importance of speaking life-giving words, no matter the circumstance. This information will be relevant for new believers, as well as the seasoned saints, as no one has their tongues under control.
1: I'm Michael Kirchhoff.
0: And I'm Carly Kirchival.
1: And this evening, we're going to talk about the importance of Praying through difficult times. But before we begin, we're going to start off in prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray that you will give Carly and I the words to speak. Help us, Father God, to teach your word, Father God, to those listening. Help us all to grow in ways on praying through difficult times. God, we ask that you'll do your mighty work through us and in us. And we ask this gracious Father in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. One of the things that we wanted to do first is just talk a little bit about prayer. Um, We're going to come out of Matthew 6, verses 5 through 8 first. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Prayer is coming to God with a humble heart, coming before the Lord to pray His will upon the earth. It's not about who can pray the most eloquently or any other man-made standard. Rather, it's all about speaking his word into existence on the earth. I remember when I first came to Christ, I used to hear people in the church pray and there's nothing wrong with, with praying eloquently, but there's something wrong with it when your intention is to impress others or when your intention is to model yourself after somebody else and not the heart of God. So that was something that the Lord had taught me right away because I can get Big fancy words you know into my vocab quickly that's not a problem, but it is a problem when the condition of my heart is wrong so that's something that we wanted to point out is that it's really important that that just when you pray not being like the hypocrites standing in the synagogues um, to be seen, what that really is, is is a heart condition just not people that aren't are walking in pride and they're not walking in humility. Um, also in verses nine and 10, it says, this then is how you should pray. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Even Jesus here was speaking God's life, giving words into existence. Not only is he speaking his father's will into existence, he's also humbly submitting himself to his father's will. And I mean, think about that. This is Jesus. He's teaching us how to pray. But at the same time, as he's doing it, he prayed this way. You know, this is the Lord's Prayer. I mean, he's submitting to his Father. Even though he is God in the flesh that came to dwell among us, he's still submitting to his Father. He's, he's you know, recognizing that the name of, the, of God is, is to be praised and it's above all other names. And he's also giving that permission, if you will, to say, speaking that word into existence, your kingdom come, you know, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I love that because God was just really showing me how that is, is speaking his will into existence. And it needs to be done. A lot of people think that God doesn't need us, but that's not true. So in prayer, that's one of the most effective ways that we can come before him and and communicate with Him, but at the same time, speak His will into existence.
1: Amen. Yes, honey, I I totally, totally agree with what you're saying. The importance of valuing God's Word and honoring um, what God has said. Jesus, like you said, He is God, but He submitted to the will of the Father. It's very important that, that we submit to God's Word, saying, God, Your word is more important than anything that I'm going through. And I choose to come to you in prayer to say, no matter how I'm feeling, what I'm going through, I'm going to speak your word. And I'm going to believe that you're going to manifest or show yourself through your word.
0: Yeah. Um, It's also important that we train ourselves to not become anxious about anything, any circumstances that we face in life, anything, whether it's the day to day things. Or it's the long-term things. You know, circumstances can come in all shapes and sizes. We've all been through many things and can testify to that. But within those times, we have to train ourselves. It's not easy. But we have to train ourselves that immediately, when these circumstances arise, that we have to speak God's word through prayer. In Philippians 4, 6, the word says, Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And so in all of that, when I read that, I realize that I have to continually learn over and over again to submit over to God any thought or circumstance that doesn't line up with his word. And in doing so, that's when we thank him for it, you know, as if it's already done. When we pray, we come to him in faith. We don't come Mm -hmm. to him doubting. We don't come to him in any other fashion other than believing that we're gonna receive what he's that what we're asking. Sometimes I know, you know, people that are non-believers that are maybe trying to pray for the first time, or maybe even some new believers coming may not necessarily believe what they're asking, but it's an act of faith. They are they are standing in faith, they're stepping out there and they're doing their best to obey his word. But for those of us that have been walking with God for a while, uh, you know, it, I think it's imperative. And I think that's one of the main differences that I see in people who tell me that they pray and nothing ever happens and people that pray and things happen. Because when we pray God's word, as soon as a circumstance arises, well, guess what, buddy? You're already telling the enemy that he has no authority in your life. He has no dominion over you, no power over you. Yep. You've already won the battle because you're speaking God's word. And you also are building up faith in yourself because again, we know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm -hmm. So I think another thing that um, God has taught me over the years about this is that this is our act of obedience through faith, coming to God in prayer. It's, It's an important act of obedience that our children, I can tell, are seeing because it's been modeled their entire life. Has it been perfect? No, but it's been done. And so I also want to encourage you not to give up. If your prayer life doesn't seem to be very effective or you feel like you're lost or you don't really know how to pray, keep praying no matter what. Amen. Don't give up because it's key to praying through difficult times. It's key to walking through difficult times. You can't get through a difficult time without praying. It's not possible. You might can float by for a little bit or, you know, survive, if you will, go into survival mode, but you're not going to come out on the other side with victory. You're going to be more defeated, more hurt. You're going to believe more lies. But if you walk through it with prayer, believing God that he's going to do what he said he would do, then that's when you're going to start to really see the victory of Christ I wanted to ask you, Mike, um, how has your own personal prayer life been affected when you don't come to God right away when things get tough?
1: Yeah, my personal prayer life is affected tremendously. Instantly, I don't have a connection with God, primarily because I'm not touching God's heart. Touching God's heart comes through prayer, saying, God, I take you at your word and I, I truly trust you. And when I don't do that, I allow the cares of this world, whatever that may be, affect my attitude, affect the way I, I just conduct myself. And those around me, in particular, my family, they know when um, I'm not in a good mood. But it, it all comes from me not spending time in the word and coming to God in prayer, submitting things to God. Yes, God sees all. But he wants us to come to him and tell him what's going on and how his word is going to accomplish the, the task at hand. The other thing I wanted to say, when I don't come to God in prayer, I notice that I don't have joy. God's yeah. joy. It comes through prayer yeah. and you get his peace.
0: Yeah, it's true. That's one of those things that I remember when I first accepted Christ. I had no idea how to pray. So I would just open up my Bible and let's say repeat the Lord's Prayer or I would find scriptures and I would speak scripture because I had no idea what to say and how to say it. And I was always concerned that I would mess things up because let's just be real. We have no idea what we want. We think we know what we want. We think that, you know, I'm going to pray about this, but it's funny to me. Every time I think about that, it is so funny because we don't even see properly we're all blinded by many things so what we think we see is like the smallest fraction of reality you know reality in in the natural physical sense and reality of course in the spiritual side of things so i think it's funny whenever we feel like yeah yeah I, i know what i want and this is what i need to pray because at the end of the day we have no idea so it's good to, to speak the word. It's good to pray the word of God and just simply to just say, Lord, I just submit to your will. Amen. I submit to your will, whatever that looks like, however that is, whatever that is, Hey, I submit to it. But I think another thing that a lot of people um, don't realize, like you said, is when they don't pray. I feel like that's the first thing the enemy tries to kill is our prayer life because exactly what you said, it's a direct line to God and that gives you joy when we're in tu- in tune with the father, when we touch him and when we're in his presence, we have joy, fullness of joy, not just joy, Amen. fullness of joy. We have peace. We absolutely are walking out that forgiveness that he's given us, that redemptive power that only the spirit of God can give. You know, that same spirit, it says that, that raised Christ from the dead is at work in us. Yes. Only when we're communing with him in that way, can we fully experience that. And I just really, my prayer for for you listening out there, regardless if you pray all the time or not, but my prayer for you tonight is that you would touch the heart of the Father, that you would experience the fullness of joy, that you would enter into the courts with praise and that you would enter with expectation, that you would let him fill you, let him love you, let him revive the part of you that has been laid to the side, just dead, because you've given up in a certain area of your life. As a matter of fact, I want to pray really quick about that. Lord, I just thank you right now that there's people out there listening who have given up, God. They don't know what to do. They have circumstances in their life right now, God, that are so taxing that they don't know what to do. They've given up simply because they see loved ones suffering, God. They feel helpless, parents feeling helpless because they can't help their children going through things. Families just feeling like they've been laid aside and forgotten, Lord. I pray, God, right now in your holy precious name, that you would just fill them with your peace. Yes, Father. That you would give them a new hope, a newness of life, understanding the, who the life giver is. I pray, God, that you will touch them with a fresh anointing, yes, a Father. fresh purpose and a fresh vision. I call marriages into unity that have been in discord, God. I call mothers and daughters into peaceful relationships that have been walking in less than peaceful relationships. I call fathers to steward their families, God, that have been walking asunder and away from you. I pray, God, just that your people will continue to seek your face and turn from their wicked ways. And I thank you, Lord, right now that not only are all these things being done, Lord, but that you are multiplying this in the name of Jesus. We love you, God. We bless you and we praise you. And we know that it will be done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Now let's go to another powerful scripture. Please turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 which says ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you so let's break this down asking god wants us to hear his word over our circumstances mm-hmm. this does not mean that you go to god and complain about your problems But instead, go to God with your problems through prayer. So you might be asking, how do I do this? Well, the first thing you got to look at the condition of your heart. You need to ask God with a heart of gratitude, not out of greed. One way of doing this is to write down things that you're grateful for or speak out loud. God, I thank you. That you have, you have provided this in my life. Are you someone's testimony as ammunition to speak that into existence?
0: Yeah.
1: The other thing is, I want to go to Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Which says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. I want to really focus on that you have to believe what you're praying. It's not just enough to speak the word. You have to believe that you're praying. And the best thing to do that is to pray God's word over your circumstances. Never forget what God has brought you out of. That will help you to always stay humble and to come to God out of a pure heart.
0: I think something really important to note about what you're saying is that God is going to honor his will. You can't just say, hey, God, I just, I fully believe that I'm going to go to sleep tonight and I'm going to wake up tomorrow to a million dollars in my mailbox. <coughs> These aren't the type of things that, that the scripture is referring to. So I think it's very important that we make that distinction because I know there's yes. been a lot of teaching and a lot of pastors that have... Got people to believe they've gotten people to believe that, that whatever you ask for, if you believe it, if two or three, you know, agree is touching anything that it shall be done. Not anything as in anything that you want, but the father's will. And that's so important. But also, as we've mentioned in other broadcasts, we do have to be extremely careful because if you keep speaking death over your life, you're going to encounter some unfortunate situations, not immediately, not right when you say it, but there is power in words. That's that's the whole point of this broadcast. That's the whole point of this ministry is understanding the importance of speaking the life-giving words because everything that is not God's word is death, period. And that seems extreme. I know to some of you, you're thinking, um, that's a little crazy lady. Well, I used to think that. But now I fully recognize and understand that it's scriptural and that we have to be extremely cautious and guard our mouth over the the things that we say, because what you say is what you have. What you say is what you believe. Yes. And eventually, whatever you say is what you become. So how many times have you spoken negatively and maybe said, hey, gosh, I'm such a loser. You know, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I did that. Gosh, I can't believe I did that. I'm so stupid. You know, if you keep saying that, first of all, you're going to believe it. And because you believe it, then guess what? That's going to become your life. You're going to start conforming to that standard, to that word that you've spoken over yourself. And other people are going to believe it. And they're going to start calling you that because you don't care anymore. You've come to the point where you're just hopelessness has set in and and you just couldn't care less what happens to you. And these are the things, while they can be seem extreme, we're all one decision away from walking away from God. Yes. Don't ever think that, you know, that's that's a mistake I know that I used to make, especially when I was a young Christian. I used to think that, you know, once saved, always saved. That once I came to the Lord, that, hey, it was a done deal. Well, no, that's not true. So just be very cautious in, in not believing that lie either. That, oh, I'll just, I'll fix my words tomorrow. I'm going to talk this way now, but, you know, God will forgive me. Yes, he forgives you. Of course he does. He loves you. He died for you, Amen. but you're not understanding what you're doing in the long term to your spirit and to your heart and to your life when you're not speaking his word. So again, in Mark 11, 24, when he says, therefore, I tell you whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. He's referring to the will of the father.
1: Amen. Amen. Now, let's let's break down one way of, of seeking God. One way of seeking God is making God's word a priority over anything that this world has to offer. This can only be done by us meditating and speaking his word into existence over our problems. One way of, of checking yourself or making sure you're doing this is To not just go to God as a last resort in prayer. In other words, you're trying to do everything. You're trying to figure everything out. You're trying to make things happen. But instead, put God first and and have your confidence in him. Yeah. We talk about guarding our heart a few episodes ago. It's It's vital that we guard our heart because what Carly talked about, what we believe is going to come from our heart, is going to come out our mouth, and that's what we're going to conform to. So it's very important that we speak God's word and you meditate. Meditating is not just quoting scripture. Meditating is thinking about the scripture and how God wants you to apply that scripture in your life today. Not last week, not two minutes ago, but right now. Totally thinking about it. And as you do that, the Holy Spirit will speak to you. And whatever the Holy Spirit says, act on it. Yeah. Act on it. Let's turn to Matthew chapter eight, verse eight, which says the satyrion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. As you can see, one word from God can move any obstacle in your faith walk. That satyrian soldier just said, you know what? You don't even have to come here. I don't have to see you physically walk to this location to heal my servant. But you speak the word and I believe what you say. I take you at your word. And instantly, the satyrian soldier's servant was healed. The next thing I want to talk about is knocking. We must put faith to work in order for God's power to show up and show out. In other words, put your faith in the action. What are you doing to make your faith work?
0: Go ahead. Honestly, just persistence. Every time I think of the knock. Amen. You have to be persistent. I think of this, the parable of the story where, you know, the neighbor kept knocking, right? That's knock, right. knock, knock, knock. You know, just, yep. and I think about when I was a little kid, <clears throat> I wanted my friend to play. Uh, the parents would tell me they're not home. I didn't care. I'd come back every five minutes. Because guess what, buddy? I was going to play with that child. You know, that persistence, how it pays off. And just like, you know, just like those days when I was little, I do that with God. If I'm not hearing what I need to hear, I don't ever blame him for it, but I'm going to keep knocking because it's like, Hey, I'm not hearing. So I'm obviously not doing something right. Knock, knock, knock. Can you tell me what's going on? Can you show me, help me to know and see your ways? Because that persistence, my mom used to say I had no shame. Well, I'm glad I have no shame because I shouldn't, you know, I can't, I can't afford to be worried about offending God or anybody else in that sense with my persistence. But it is funny though, because I know that in the kingdom, that's, it's a very powerful mechanism if if handled properly.
1: Amen. To go along with that, let's turn to Luke chapter 17, verse six, which says, he replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. The whole point is being persistent and allowing your faith to get the circumstances um, completed. Being consistent. Keep tackling it through prayer. Again, prayer activates the heart of God. Amen. Prayer activates the heart of God. Keep being persistent. Don't give up. It's very important. Intercessory prayer. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. The other thing I want to talk about is that this is going to require you to have a, a connection with God as far as the our heart condition of knocking, being persistent with, with prayer and continually Speak in life over your situation. In other words, God wants us to be transparent, not to be fake. The Bible talks about coming to the throne of God boldly, not coming there saying, hey, God, can you hear me? Are you out there? No. He wants you to say, you know what, God, I'm upset about this and this and this. But this is what your word says. And even though I'm upset. I'm going to take you at your word, but I need your help to get me through this situation. I want to come out victorious, giving you the glory. And that is important that we are transparent. Be real with God. Don't be fake because he sees our heart regardless.
0: He can't navigate you through that difficult time if you're not being genuine. Because although he already knows what you're going to ask before you come, he knows everything about you. But he still needs you to come with, as we were talking about earlier, with a pure heart, a clean heart before him to say, hey, I messed up. Or, hey, I don't know what to do. Or, hey, I've been doubting lately, God. Or, hey, Lord, I haven't been honoring you through this relationship in my life. Or, I've been giving in to sin over here, God. That confession of sin is part of the Sanctification process. You know, it's part of the importance, it's an important part, rather, of the entire process of just being cleansed so that we can hear God and be at peace long enough for Him to navigate and give us the directions that are going to take us through that hard circumstance that we're facing. Because this whole podcast is about praying through the difficult times. And I think one of the important things that that we've discovered through the talk is that we need to make sure that whenever these circumstances arise, just as soon as the enemy starts saying anything to us, that we need to come to God in prayer. We need to petition him with thanksgiving. We need to praise him through the circumstance. We need to be humble enough to ask him, to seek him and to knock and to not have any shame in any of that. So we're just excited that we know tonight we have touched the heart of God because we're speaking about prayer, and that's dear to God, so dear that Jesus even taught us how to pray. That's pretty awesome. Um, We are going to end the podcast now in prayer.
1: Thank you, honey. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity you've given us to, to teach your word, we pray, God, that you help all of us to apply what you have shown us to our lives and help us to pray through our difficult times. We thank you that you're here. We thank you that your presence is always here. and We thank you that your angels are ministering to us all now. And we ask this gracious Father in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Be sure to tune in next week. Well, I'm sorry, next episode on March 27th, we'll be talking about the power of your testimony. Good night and God bless. If you have questions, testimony, or prayer requests to share, you can connect with them on their website, learningtospeaklife.com, or by email at info at learningtospeaklife.com. We pray this session has been a blessing for you.